This episode uh, is brought to you by GoDaddy, where you can get 30% off your registration of a brand new internet domain. Sick of all those dot-coms everywhere and people telling you what you have to register a dot-com? Well, forget that, because we've got some new dots up in here. You can register a dot-guru domain, or a dot-club, or dot-directory, or all kinds of stuff that doesn't sound like real life. How about boning.guru, or bangout.tips, or neckbeard.solutions? Spoilers, fucking shave it. Yes, there are all real things that you can have them at 30% off by going to www.godaddy.com and using the discount code COMEDY30. Become an internet expert today, buddy. Some limitations apply. See website for details or fucking end it all. Hello, and welcome to the Comedy Button. My name is Anthony Gallegos. My, bo- my voice sounds disembodied, but joining me is Brian Altano. Scott Bromley. This is the 150th episode internet. Ryan Scott. Oh, Ricky Skizzles. Oh boy. Money in the bank. And uh, Max Scoville. I have a serious issue we need to address. How long? We do- know. No. It's what a serious the- issue. Yes. What the fuck? Listen. Okay. Does it involve bats? Yeah, in a sense. In what? a sense. Does it in involve sense? Batman? We, What's the we issue? Just, we discovered this. The, the issue is that once you have entered carnal relations with one of the MILVs, they Tell are you. no longer the MILVs. They are, in fact, MIFs. That's true. Uh, 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 a mom I'd like to fuck once you fuck is her. not a mom you're fucking. That's it's, a myth. Yeah, and then Ryan brought it up. That's that a mom I'm fucking. If you stay with it. With her. Well, no, you said. Long enough, it turns into a gif. I thought it would <laughs> grandma, it. I'm fucking. Because, yeah. Anthony, we saw a MILF on the street today. Like, Might be oh a very animated god. gif. Oh my god, Brian. We saw a, MILF, a girl that you guys thought was a MILF that was that you guys thought was very attractive. Fucking incredible. And I, said, and I said, I used to date a MILF. And then you guys said it isn't a MILF. The cops are here. The cops are here to, to arrest you for dating someone's mother. So you can't have sex with a MILF. Why? The second you have sex with a MILF, it's not a MILF anymore. It's not a mom you'd like to fuck. It's a mom it's a, that you It's, like, to it's like hatching a snowflake. Yeah. It yeah, melts immediately. It's just gone. It's, it's like an Amazon wish list. It's not a wish list yeah. if you have that Choosy shit. Choosy dads choose MIFs. Right? Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah. Animated MIFs. <laughs> Bitch, it's the 150th it's episode of the Anthony, Comedy Button. And Anthony Gallegos is in the room You're with in the us. building. How long have we been doing this? I don't know, but I'm so Three happy years. that we, we were started. able... How many weeks are in here? 52? We started, we started... Oh my God, did you really ask that? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking high ass... We haven't, we haven't recorded a show actually with you in the 48. presence, in the flesh, in a long ass time. <laughs> Anthony, when was the last time you were here recording with us? Holy shit, it has been a long time. Uh, January? Mm-hmm. Jesus H. Christ. January, August. Like, no, we started this show. We August started this month show after January. on you October, October 14th, 2011. Okay, so it's been three, three years. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. That's about 50 episodes a year. Yeah, because we would do commentaries and best ofs. And yeah. Does this count all the Patronus episodes? No. 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 I mean, Those are counted ca- separate. If you count the Patronus. What's that, like 50, like four, 148A or some bullshit? <laughs> no. No, if you count Patronus episodes and commentaries, we've done 158. How do people access the Police Knots episodes? The Police Knots? 
P- petroleum, <laughs> petroleum episodes. They the Metal to, Gear episodes. If you, to, if you go to patreon.com slash comedy button, right. you can support us on Patronus. And if you support us for at least a dollar, you can get the extra Patronus episodes. But you fuckers yeah, but, better do it soon. Cause they're gonna, we're gonna take them we away start, forever. They stay up for a month and then we pull them down. Stay I up actually, for a month, we pull them down. This is going up on Halloween. They're actually going away immediately. Just Spooky, scary. That is so scary. Really, in the graveyard. Fuck all that noise. This show's been free for years. We've been doing it for free for years. Mm-hmm. I, this is my like this is quickly transcended to my favorite thing that I get to do in my in my life. We've all, we've all been diagnosed other than make love to your fiance. Well, I mean, work wise, yeah, I don't really consider that. Yo, work. listen here, Some... Brian Altano doesn't make love. He busts on a pussy and fucks some tits up in the boob. I break through a door with a body shaped hole looking like my frame, and then I fucking explode cum all through the windows and the walls and down the drawers. I make sure to do it from the side so I look like Link when he dies in Everyone should acknowledge The Legend it. of Zelda 2. I have a Adventure little of Link. <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave a deep impact. When I'm I'm getting it on. (laughs) (laughs) Because so much of our audience can't figure it out, that's obviously a parody of Brian's life. It's not true. I actually don't have sex only to Lil John songs. If that's the thing you thought. I also real. include Wu Tang Clan and early run DMC, but only when they were operating outside of Rick Rubin's dorm room. <laughs> I rock her box. <laughs> to me, that's actually. Want to talk about hard times? My dick's having hard times right now. That would kind of be the the uh, the pinnacle of producing music to me for me, like because I, I I make music, I put I put out albums, but this- Rick Rick Rubin's the dude that like if you're in his studio. You know you've A, made it, and B, taken the most weird diagonal <laughs> of your yes. entire career. Because you could go in there and you could drop the hardest rap beat of the year in front of a man that looks like a fat a Gandalf. Man. <laughs> the fact that the While fact that, a yak watches you record. No. He literally has bisons in his studio. That's amazing. So let's, let's back this up for a second. A lot of people don't know who Rick Rubin is. Uh-huh. If you watch the video for 99 Problems, which is... Probably Jay Z's best. He is song, the one who say. is crazy for that one. He's yes, he's Rick. You're crazy for this one, boy. Um, he's the he guy. Hundredth problem. He he is this man with a giant wizard beard, and he wears a fur coat, so you can't tell exactly where the beard ends, where the yeah. coat begins, because it's a black and white video. He's Ryan Scott. If he grew it out a little, he's bit. also responsible. Like in addition to being responsible for like probably some of the like the best rap of the first half of the nineties. Yeah, Run DMC, uh, Beastie Boys. Boys. Yep. Yeah, uh, he also made LL Danzig cool shit work. Yep. Like Danzig's first four albums were. Rick he worked Rubin. with Metallica. He made Johnny Cash have a comeback. Like Rick no, Rubin no, is a fucking no. Rick Rubin's Rick Rubin's thing now is exactly as Brian said. Your career has taken a bizarre fucking path. You want to make a comeback and you want to make it hard and yeah. you want to win nine hundred. I will say that yep. the Metallica yep. album yep. he helped out on was pretty bad. Which one? Uh, Saint Anger. Yeah. Was that Saint Anger? That was pretty wack. Working that? I had that one bad drum sound, but I, yeah, I think exactly. I, that that I, snare I would, sound was I so like shitty. Saint Anger, actually. I would say that's Metallica's fault. Yeah, so, I hate Metallica. Actually, I actually fucking like, hate. Metallica. I love the I love in the Dixie Chicks documentary when they were going through the whole thing with Bush. They he go did. To, he worked with the Dixie Chicks on too? that album that blew the fuck up on pop radio and not country. He's just sitting in his he's sitting in his den with the Dixie Chicks with a giant stuffed polar bear and being like. You should do a song about how you're not ready to make nice, and then he just walks out. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, okay, and then it's their biggest song ever, and that's all. It's great. Did. Yeah, it's, it's funny because he looks like the type of person that wouldn't understand pop culture and what like is going to be. He popular. looks like he. Remember on the Game Spider briefings, we we talked about the most homeless man in America. Oh, man. That is what Rick. Well, Rubin he looks, looks like, like the caricature of Ryan Zed's Ryan Scott's dad that we always make up. Yeah. No. So I want to back up real quick. You brought up a really good point. We've been doing this show for three years. We did the Game Spider briefings before that. I feel like that was 
was a totally separate entity, but still it brought a lot of our fans over currently. Uh, on that show, we talked about the most homeless man in America. Yes. Right? And it was this character we saw in the city. I don't see him anymore. No, he's gone. So if there, if you're the type of dude that watches or listens to this show and you need uh, closure on stories, he's dead. <laughs> people die. <laughs> oh, maybe he, maybe maybe something could change in his life, and he's had like a. Great... I won the lottery. It was inside of a pigeon's head. I'd, I'd like to believe that maybe he had a better conclusion for, for to his those, life than for, death. For, for those of <laughs> for us those... who weren't on the debriefings or regular <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no so... thanks for the downloads, Max. <laughs> so he was this guy that would always be at our train, and it was like. It was like uh, he came from central casting of we need a homeless person. And so he had a long beard, long hair, old ratty clothes, looked like an old man version of Pigpen from from Peanuts, <laughs> whereas like the smell and stench you could sure. see and smell from a mile away. And he had this one left eye that looked like he couldn't close it completely, so he leaves it. he would leave it open at night while he slept and pigeons would peck at it. <laughs> And it just looked. Wow. Yeah, it looked okay. like it looked like someone. He lived over by the old IGN office. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to the upright bass guy. It's you hard. know what it's, me it's... me and Anthony had one that at, at Ziff. Remember the all right man? Yeah, but he wasn't like he would just sit outside on his box with a cup. And we outside the door, and we just walk by, and he'd be like, "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right." Oh, yes, so that's all right, what I was right. going to say. He was, oh, he he was no, he was starting the song "Hey Ya." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's fucking nuts that we've done a hundred fifty episodes of the show. Like, mo- like here's the problem with it: if you if you it's download a, if you down, hold on, I was going to say if you download the Petronius episode, you hear about the episode that almost ended the show. That's forever. true. That's true. Yep. That's true. And that, that is a defining moment in the Dodge show. Dodge that bullet. It's it's also like it's weird to me that uh, with our line of work you. You can put a number on what you do. Mm-hmm. Like we have 150 recorded episodes, but like I don't know how many days I've worked at IGN. I don't know how many days Max worked at Destructor. I mean, you know, years. I know years, but like a lot of people, they just wake up and they live, and they don't ever go. Well, it's the 150th time I had breakfast. breakfast with I can't my tell wife. you how many previews or reviews I wrote at IGN. Yeah, we're serialized. Yeah, we're serialized. Yeah. And that's crazy. I, I, you know, yeah. actually, this is this is weird. We I, can tell you, when, I can tell you how many review, uh, game reviews I've done in my life. One, One two. Okay. Uh, speaking of serialized, this is weird. We, we talked about how we started back in 2011, yeah? Yeah. Do you remember, like, one of the first episodes, like, that, that same fall, and I talked about how we ordered a fucking case of monster cereal for mm-hmm. Halloween? Mm-hmm. I still have one of those boxes. I know. I went over to your house last yeah. night, and, and I pulled like, it out. Is... I was like, wow, this is not even the box art from last year when we got a special three care packages from General Mills. Oh, you're going to be one of those dudes that is, you're at, like, a weird convention at, on top of an arcade, like... 15 yep. years from yep. now, you're like, I still got that box. No, I mean, I think, I think, I think that, that box might be our mascot for our show. I yeah. totally it's, agree. It's a box Support of your Frank local and Barry yeah. from three years ago. Yeah, so. it was it was when it was when Brian was living in Oakland. Yeah. Yep. God, it was we used to record this show at Anthony's old apartment in Oakland. <sighs> you know what video I really want to see is the one of me on your old balcony. No. You're all, oh, yeah. I have that. Yeah. Where we gave you, where I'm doing a shot of fucking Malort, Jepson's yeah. Malort, Jepson's yeah. Malort. We had gotten together a fucking Camel Crush because I think I think yeah. we'd gotten together Brian's house to, yeah. to sign things. We, we signed 600. Pl- what what right. you guys were actually at? I don't know if you knew oh, this. You, you were at a uh, that day. You were at a funeral for that relationship. <laughs> yeah, and that apartment. Yeah, that was that was an interesting. Yeah, that was. You know, break. if you want to, if you want to um, end a relationship, a great thing to do is invite over. Four of your friends, 
to eat round table to pizza and sign autograph pictures of themselves taken at Sears Portrait Studio <laughs> and have one of them wearing a fucking NASCAR shirt to go out on your back patio and smoke menthol cigarettes while doing shots of Polish aperitif. Yeah. Yep. And then a girl comes out and she's like, I don't understand anything. I mean, it's, it's, and I'm like, soon more... you won't have to. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's like getting a Ouija board to spell out we should see other people, you know? Like yeah, pretty much. And pretty then much. pissing on it and throwing up on top of the piss. Yeah, the show has crazy roots and it's like, I feel like that's what I've, I've, I've kind of said the, the theme of, there's been two major themes of this show and I hope that people never miss them. And Anger one, and depression. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But there, I, there, there was anxiety. We cut those episodes, okay? Like, we cut them out. We chopped them out. We rearranged them. They're not and there. And they're available so, as bonus content. But, honestly, to me, and I don't know if you guys have your own, but to me, uh, the themes of the show are uh, growing as a person, obviously, and doing that in front of a lot of people the way we did. And, and two, cuck. And two, not doing that alone. Like, right. the theme of the show has been uh, a fucked up version of friendship. Mm-hmm. And it's the fact that, like, you can't do this show by yourself. It's about having people you love around you. We're like an emotional abscess. We are, when, <laughs> we are we're, we're, we're about growing and we're about growing together yes. and a, as a person. And then yes. we got to be drained. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then there, some pus has to come out. <laughs> yep. Speaking of, speaking of drained. And sometimes it, I'm disgusted by us. Anthony. <laughs> I gotta say, so this is the first time you you've come back and done the show when you've lived in Seattle, but you lived in Seattle for maybe a couple of months. But since the last time you were here, I have seen you eat meat. I have seen you. You've had how many ciders? Four ciders? I don't know, man. Let's not talk about the dark cider. ciders too. Let's talk about the shots. Yeah, we did. Anthony shots. was doing shot shots. fired. You yeah, know what, you know what this means, Anthony. It means that. I worked with my therapist, and we talked a lot about the reasons that I did things. And they all squarely landed on alcoholism. No, they, they, they all squarely <laughs> lack thereof. They all squarely landed on this idea that I was really terrified that if whatever I do, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose control of myself. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, he encouraged me, especially on my trip to Puerto Rico, to just be like, see what would happen if you put yourself in a position where you might lose control the way that your worst fears perceive, and then you'll realize you won't. Yeah, every every therapist has your, a uh, moment where they go, hey, hey, dog, go a little Mad Max. Yeah. You <laughs> see up, how you, fucking you Book you of Eli gets out there. Computer. Like you, you, I did turn off my targeting computer. And it's not like it's a lot of things changed. See, it got you laid. It's not like a lot of things changed. It's not like I drink all the time. I actually hardly ever, hardly ever drink. Sure. So, I mean, it's mostly just that it wasn't even necessarily like I, I don't begrudge anyone that doesn't choose to drink. Like I did that for a long time, but I think that the reasons that I chose to do it were partially healthy, partially unhealthy. And there are people that choose to do it for very healthy reasons. Like maybe your family has a history of alcohol, alcoholism and you know, that's going to be a problem for you. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I get that. Or maybe you feel like it's just not for you. I get that. But for me, a lot of it was literally just a terrifying, crippling fear that I was going to be this person that did something really terrible because I drank. So it was always like, I always looked at so many things in my life that if I did this, it was a slippery slope to doing murder or something like that. You know I what I'm saying? Sure. I think we sort of touched on this. Do you feel like sometimes just you do that thing where mentally you're like, what's the absolute worst thing I could do in this situation? Yeah. And so I just, it's easy for me to think like, 
I only do that when I'm driving a car. So it's just really easy when you have when you have a fucked up mind to, to start to think in black and white thinking that if I do this, it's going to lead to this. So doing this is almost like doing sure. the worst thing possible, which is not in touch with reality. I, I, I totally can rationalize. But I'm saying that for me, it was a very healthy step to try. So you're and, like, if I drink, I'm almost a serial killer. Yes, that's kind of the thoughts that go okay. through people's heads yeah. when they're not right. Um Ryan, so, you're you're the designated driver of the show now. Well, how it fucked also, up is that? What I was going to say is that it, <laughs> you didn't terrifying. Hey, you took a train. I here. should clarify. I haven't been drunk in quite a long time. So you got around these you want demons. Shots? Who right. is there? Anybody who hasn't been in a car with me, with me driving? Oh, I've been. Oh, all, I've, I've never. I've, been, never, I've only never, been once. You never have. No, never. The so, three of so you have. I've been in a car with you a few yeah. times. God, fucking car Ryan is the best. <laughs> you're so. so you're can so, I, can I so, say that you're so different? You're so different. I am. Yes. Well, okay. you're just so. Focused. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Ryan, can I can I say that I've been in a car with a designated driver who turned out to be drunk, who was actually blowing lines of cocaine out of the back of a recessed parlor. I'm gonna punch light you so hard. Filter. Yes. Uh, and I was where, still going? more afraid to be in the car with God you, dead sober in the middle of the afternoon, going to fucking Yo, Subway for lunch. That's where they call them parliaments because they're that's right. That, that's where uh-huh. that is where I rode in a car with you. That's yeah. when we used to work together. You're scared. <laughs> they're for doing bumps. <laughs> but I never felt scared to ride with you. Right. So I will say that. I, I just imagine driving with Ryan is either like Ryan's just a very conscientious, driving, careful driver. Driving with an eighty-year-old woman or fucking Ricky Bobby. Ryan, driving with Ryan. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan drives on, a car on. first it's, of all. It's actually, teeters between hold, hold, both. Hold, hold, hold. Ryan drives a car that has racing stripes on it. I would like to point out. Driving sure. with Ryan is like the part in Back to the Future Two where. Where, where, where we're going, we don't need roads. It's that same sense of sudden Wait, when, terror. When, when Doc just like flies into the future and he's in the middle of going in the opposite direction of traffic. All I remember is, <laughs> no, 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 no. all it's, I remember is like Ryan's it's cars. It's like that same, it's that same kind of like you, you look over and you're like, what? And then this thing is happening and the, the, gotta go back in time. I had, I had videos on my phone for a second of, of you driving. Because I was like, I couldn't believe it, but they were they were just like basically just blackness with some flashing lights on one side. <laughs> okay. Because the cops and all that, but you know, it, it was really. They were after us. It was. You drive totally normally, which he is does. almost disappointing. And like, he does, and his car sums up his life so well. Like I think in his back seat, what was it, Ryan? There was like a B 52s album and a comic book or something like what? that in the back thing. There were like, probably some comic books. Yeah. You see a fake no, comic but, book in the back of my car. You're in Ryan Scott's ride, and you're going to the comic <laughs> shop. <laughs> comic shop, baby. I have, an, I have an Oingo Boingo. Oingo CD. Boingo. Sorry, oh, sorry, geez. sorry. It was an Oingo Boingo album, and like maybe. Hey, don't give me that look, Brian. No, it's, it's, it's not all it's not dressed a, up with nowhere to go. It's an driving old man's, in a car with Ryan Scott. Uncle Boy goes awesome. I was gonna say it's an old man's car. It doesn't <laughs> go that fast. No, but I mean Ryan drives like a, a sports version of a car, so it looks like the type of car that the year it came out. People might have gotten because they're like, ah, oh, this car has balls or something like that, right? You got, you're being so Don't generous. Don't worry, I'll go the speed. It was, it's a Pontiac Grand Prix. Ryan drives yeah. the kind of car that you put chainsaws on when zombies take over <laughs> the earth. Like, it's the car that you're like, we'll use that one because no one will care about it if things get fixed. Yeah. I, drive, I car, drive a Grand Prix pace car. Yeah. 
That's a, that's a, and and there's the whole I got the whole I got sci-fi magazines. I have to go the speed limit so everyone else behind me knows how fast they can drive. I was I was pace car for Sunnyvale. I'm, I, I was I was. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best thing you can say about that. Yeah, consistently scared for my life trying to go to get a sandwich with you. Like it was like it was like driving a boat with. Uh, how are you scared with Ryan? But you're not scared in the car with me because I. Oh, am, you are. You're, you're uh, terrified. Wait are. a minute. Hold we on. We didn't even bring that. When up. did I say I wasn't scared in the car with you? <laughs> I just you're, Ryan's like, oh, this could blow up at no any moment. Swerve what? At what? I, I, I. What? No, you, not you, you. Him. Like you. You are a very shaky, rickety driver. And it was just like, I think it's on the left. No, it's right. He and drives I, the car like Mick, like <laughs> Anthony from- was like, I could drive into this gas station right now and end the earth. <laughs> he would like, say yeah. shit like that. You'd be sitting shotgun in his car and be like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Meanwhile, but yeah, Anthony, Anthony would pull through so, and be like, so, 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 but be like nope, this guy is not going to hit me. He loves his car too much. But Anthony's tape deck the whole time while he's doing it, I was going, the emperor said to Palpatine. And then Anthony goes, yeah, and reaches into the fucking side pocket and pulls out a fucking World War II boot knife and starts scratching his forehead with it. Yeah. And you swerve at a fucking, someone biking. Like some really cute girl from USF who's biking and she's wearing cute fucking butt shorts. And you're just like, get out of the fucking road. And you're like, scratching your head and it's like, you snarl and you yell. It's really weird. And the fucking radio is like, meanwhile, Yarnadol Gargan was excited about raising her six pups with her six breasts. <laughs> she was excited to leave Jabba's palace. Her I do listen to audiobooks. Was I hunting still, the crate dragon. I still listen to audiobooks to fall asleep every night. Really? Yeah. No. Some traditions never change. I've probably listened. <laughs> to some traditions, and then Chewbacca replied, "We were." Sh- <laughs> if, if, if we were to hit some sort of nuclear <sighs> catastrophe tonight, nuclear, I would. Yeah, I'm from the Central <laughs> Valley. <laughs> Nuclear. Molecular. Oh. <laughs> if we were to hit some sort of... Scott's uh, attempting to... If we were to hit some sort of nuclear... Some sort of Jepson's Malortlier. I would definitely... St- like, the culture that survived under me would be like... And by night, we all listened to, like, you know, audiobooks of Star Wars. And so, like, a hundred years from now, people would be like, Ah, oh, we must listen to the hey, book. Hey, kids, does everyone have their knife? <laughs> All right, cool. Peter, Peter Mayhew is about to talk about putting and on the costume for the And upon your thirteenth birthday, you are brought to the nearest Disney store. No, you're like a weird, like just the weirdest cocktail of things. Like you're, you're all about street weapons, uh, safety. <laughs> are you talking about me or Anthony right now? No, both, no, both <laughs> because your fucking samurai swords are not street weapons. Yeah, are not w- Wiki- real Wikipedia swords. and Star Wars lore, and then like uh, punk music that's like very aggressive but also heartfelt. Like I can't put a, I, there's no planet where I can put a finger on exactly. I want to fuck want. you with chainsaws, but only with a condom. And he turns around, and he's like, "Hey, does you guys want to go get <laughs> ice cream?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure. That sounds peaceful." The bottom line, and is then that- he's like. Aah! And he's like, I almost killed three girls with my car. The bottom line is, I don't want to hurt anyone when I'm driving, I but I sure think about everyone. it a lot. I just want to brandish a knife at them that I have in the side pocket of my door. Jesus Christ. I mean, if you ride a bike in San Francisco, there's a chance that I've probably thought about hitting you with my car if you've come close. So for those of you that have friends that are normal, enjoy <laughs> that. For those of you that don't have friends at all, this is how low we've set the bar. <laughs> You can build from there. I don't know. You We've guys, been friends for 150 I, weeks, and I can't fucking, keep can't wait to do more. That's that's three proper years. That's yeah. that's three years with the top shaved off and the bottom fucking pumped up. Whatever you know, it's like a the middle of a muffin. The yeah. bottom. I get it out. I get it out when I'm driving.
driving. It's the muffin of, of, our, so that, of our career. So <laughs> I get it out when I'm driving and the idea of like a fantasy in my head of hitting them in a way that I know that I'm not ever going to actually do in life. But it's fun to entertain the thought in a silly capacity very briefly. That's all. Did you play uh, Grand Theft Auto Five? Because I'm fairly certain that they put cyclists in there for that sole purpose. The, the thing is, is like I play video games, I play violent video, video games and stuff like that. But I've never once had a real temptation to like do anything other than like I'm trying to make you guys laugh. Because look how crazy I am. Like it's never been a real temptation where I'm like, yeah, today's the day I'm gonna hit this fucker with my bike. Like the I would cry time... and break down and feel terrible. <sighs> Yeah, of course. The last well, time I was yeah, in your car. after when you realized there were consequences to your actions. You but fucking, during, you would have had a rock-hard erection. Yeah. <laughs> Boner Town, USA. <laughs> just hit him with my car and get out and just I think, fucking jerk I think off all over single, that dead dude's face. I think the best way to die would be if you were driving along... <laughs> Like let's let's picture this is a this short film. This already does not sound like the best way to die. Okay, it's not it's not a good way to die. This this is this is a short film. I, I call it The best way to die is in bed surrounded by this, family and loved ones. I call this um this short film going south. Okay, picture if you will. Picture <laughs> if you will. Imagine, Imagine if, you, if you will. Imagine if you will. There's a man driving I am listening. to his job that he hates. Everyone hates their job. I am on board with this <laughs> pitch so far. job is so bad. Everyone's job is terrible except for ours here. There's I'm, nothing you uh, can do I'm, about it unless I, I, you sh- okay. get up and leave. I'll, I'll pull my voice back. I'm doing this voice. You guys are doing Oh, it voice. looks as if our accountant has entered the room. Jesus. <laughs> so I'm driving and he, this man is driving. Uh, sorry. Uh, not me. To clarify, this character in the film is driving in the car. Spit He's driving your goddamn mush mouth to the job he hates and amidst this drive in commute terrible traffic his girlfriend calls and breaks up with him we have all been there he becomes enraged so angry yes and then he sees a v a large uppercase v in the sky and it's made entirely of geese flying south for the winter. I like this because you, a derogatory term for a woman is, is a bird and women have vaginas. Or a V. <laughs> Alright. So and let's... so he pulls out of the street and drives onto the median, which is also a nature reserve, and he follows the herd of geese. He begins to. It's like the film falling down, but instead of staying in the car or getting out and walking, he decides to drive it after the geese. The problem is the geese land on a small lake and the man drives his car angrily with crippling white Republican rage into the <laughs> bottom of a lake. What's it called? It's called going south. You have- it's the spiritual successor to falling down. You lost me in the middle there. I do not think we could put that on the shirt. However, we will probably put it into a podcast and let it die for us. Listen, <laughs> audiences have increasingly shorter attention spans, as you will notice from the increased box office numbers of popular YouTube videos and decreased box office numbers of Movies that actually require box offices to require You are a goddamn liar because Transformers 4 was A, the best movie of all time, and B, the highest grossing movie of the year. So your argument is therefore invalid. Goodbye. If you get bored from cars, you can see them turn into a Robo. I like what you say. Transformers 4. (sighs) I can't believe somebody left eggs on these pants. 
uh, excuse me, Fanfar? Yes. Lord Fanfar of, of Flames. Yes, I'm busy trying I, to do the goddamn dishes. I apologize for that. The druids were supposed to do that earlier, but they fucked up. Uh, I have a really important piece of information for you. What? Uh, well, there's this company called Tweaked Audio, and they are makers of some amazing, affordable, and high-quality earbuds. Do they help get eggs off of dish bags? Well, no, but they're like the equivalent of uh, egg-proof dishes of headphones because they are tangle-free. I'm listening. These, t- these durable, tangle-free earbuds work with any smartphone or MP3 player. What about my iPod? Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it'll work with that. Thank God. Yeah, well, that's that's uh, that's um, Hail Fanfar. That's um, me. And I know that you you are very particular about your style, Lord Fanfar. You love everything to be either orange, red, or black, or actually burning. Or velour. Uh, y- well, obviously. Well, the good news is that, is that Tweaked Audio's uh, headphones, they come in a variety of styles and colors that so you can match them with your own style. I don't know if they have velour ones. but Do they make them in wood? I, yeah, they actually do. What? They actually make wooden headphones. So if you want to get them here. Yes, which is what you like because you are heartless and you thirst for blood. I will set them ablaze once they enter my ear holes. And because I've made a fire. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I approve of all that. And really the good news is, is that you can get these, uh, you can get them mic'd or unmiked. So that if you want to actually pick up calls, if you want to be washing the dishes and listening to music or, uh, this. You'll be washing the dishes all goddamn day okay, because uh, of these eggs. I shouldn't have brought up the fucking eggs. I'm sorry. Uh, so, 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 if you want to be maybe out for a... Who leaves eggs on the stove for two hours? Okay, so listen. If you want to be out walking in the fields of embers and ash and you're listening to your favorite, you know, Danzig album, How the Gods Kill, and you're just... And suddenly someone calls you. Maybe it's Petronium of Patronus. And or Miley calling, Cyrus. Yes, Miley Cyrus calls you regularly. And if you want to answer the phone without having to, like, weed. you know, pull up the... So you, you just you can actually talk through the, through the headphones. Blazing. Yes. Uh, and so basically, all you need to do to get these is to go to tweakedaudio.com and then use the discount code GEEKBOX. What? Yeah, and you get 33% off any order. Uh, as well as with with uh, free worldwide shipping. That sounds amazing. We are currently in a place uh, devoid of time or place, so that shipping isn't really an issue for you. But um, you know, for people who aren't you know doing that, that's probably something they care about. And we are also in, again with, with a place with no time, so the lifetime warranty probably doesn't interest you. But I'm sure some people who are still alive love that kind of shit. So uh, yeah, tweaked audio. You know, tweakedaudio.com. Use the discount code Geekbox. Uh, great earbuds. Hail Fanfar. Lord of Flame, bringer of value, circus keeper of animals. Uh, one of the things that Max had an idea of that we do for 150th anniversary was a hundred have you ever's, which is from a dumb survey. It sounds like if you tripped and fell down, if you started to say 150th episode, but you tripped on stairs and you were uh, on uh, uh, have you ever's. Oh, I was going to say, I tripped down 50 stairs and left out 50. 150th episode. Wait, isn't 150th anniversary means 150 years? That would mean we're all vampires. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I think it might be that by the time I reach the age 100, there's some new technology where now I can get an artificial heart. Artificial I'm what kidneys. Drew Barrymore looks like after. Wait, was it Drew? No, it was Kirsten Dunst in interview with him. Uh, Ryan, like can I say that if you were a vampire, mm-hmm. you wouldn't drink the blood <clears throat> of a minority? Icky. 
I don't I don't know how we can quantify this scenario. <laughs> or I feel like if you had to drink blood forever, you would be as picky about it as you are. I, see. I won't drink Mexican blood. blood. It's too you, spicy. He, he would drink a lot you're of the, white people blood. You're the pickiest the eater I know. Blood. Yeah, you're the pickiest eater I know. So if you if you were a vampire and you had to live forever off of blood, it's not racist. Just because you want the chicken of blood and white people are the chicken. Oh, of blood. it's not racist. It's just All right, somebody asked this what question. You, what, you did, what you did is, is the can't psych- I get is, animal is blood? Psychological equivalent no. of being like, I'm going to throw you this basketball, and the second it touches your hands, it's going to turn into lava. <laughs> covering the skull of your dear loved wife. Let's see how that works. Exactly. And you Ryan. don't want to question it, but you also don't want to go with it, you know? Like Ryan. You're, you're kind of like, why? Uh, you're a vampire. Okay, okay. Welcome <laughs> to the club. And you have to drink blood. Uh, okay. Uh, and it can't uh, be animals. It's got to be people. Like, who do you eat first? What's that? I would, uh, I would be a vampire with a soul, and I would steal blood from the blood bank. The, but what if wow. there was what if no that wasn't yet? Not a bad answer. Not a bad answer. What if it, Thanks, it was not Buffy? It was not Buffy or being human. What would keep me from stealing it from the blood bank? Because all the blood banks' blood is poison to vampires. You have to eat a person. Well, I now think, you're just dropping everyone, these rules on this. Dinner. Is everyone? Yeah, I, I, oh, I'm sorry that every fucking vampire movie has had different rules. Yeah. This is your rule for your. What do they do with movie? blood in the blood bank? They tra- use it for transfusions. It can't Correct. be poison. It's old blood. It needs it's to be blood. fresh blood. Hot, fresh blood. If I have to eat a person, all the yeah. all the vampire, all the blood. You in the, could always the blood drain bank, them, not to they, the point of death. Ryan Scott, the vampire. What's the first person you eat? Do you know what I would do, assuming this isn't against your rules? What? I would go. You're always I, snaking, looking yeah. for no. more corn. Time uh, travel. Uh, okay, no. This is, I this wish is, for a thousand more wishes. No, no, no. No. I, just, I, no, I'm trying to find a way to be some sort of a conscientious vampire. You're, yeah, I would you, go to some sort of like a rest home or something and find someone who is dying, and I'd be like, Old blood doesn't I will, count. I will give you a Old way blood, out. Old blood makes... Uh, no, it no, counts. Ryan, that's Ryan, a weird, you'd be Ryan, Count, count Cavorcula? Ryan's going to go look for terminally ill people. Right. That's they weird. can serve each other's purposes. Exactly. That's really weird. Like that woman that's trying to kill herself or whatever. It's like, we- right? it's really weird, but you know what? It totally fits your body. Like it totally makes sense. <laughs> as long as I like, didn't drink their blood and like get, you know, syphilis or something. I don't know. Wh- whatever they have. I had a cool idea for a, a, a I'm assuming I'm not a, subject to human disease anymore. A weird bullshit fuck off spin-off of Law and Order where it's supernatural Law and Order. Okay. So it'd be like Law they, and Order that's X, called, XVU. That, they made that. It's called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, they, there were, no one in that fucking show had been to college for more than two years. Didn't they make some sort of like fairy tale procedural? Probably. I don't watch bad shows like you do. You watch Frankenstein. And this his, is what his, you're describing. Fatherly roommates. I want to see Law and Order, but it's a fucking uh, – it, it's, it's like Philadelphia, you know, with Tom Hanks in Law and Order. Except okay. he's, he's a vampire and he's like – you know, he's like, I, I, I drank, uh, I drank the blood of somebody with HIV. And... I don't think vampires can get AIDS. But what if it just made them human? <laughs> and they were like pissed off about Wait. it because they couldn't go outside, but they were still human. You know, stuff like that. So now they're just or, photosensitive humans as or as ass. fucking werewolves filing a class action suit against uh, some fucking glitch in the Weather Channel where they put up the wrong the moon thing <laughs> and they accidentally killed somebody i think this show would last a season maybe this guess sounds what like Reddit that means fiction. it's a good it's a good show like freaks and geeks <laughs> lasted a season what's your point okay all right so we it's the 150th episode yeah we to celebrate that to we do have a hundred have you evers okay this is from a dumb fucking myspace survey this was my idea if anyone's Wait, myspace angry. yeah 
Yes. MySpace! So oh, can I talk about something real quick? MySpace wasn't even around 150 so, episodes uh, ago. So, I used to work in the same building as MySpace, and I was, there, I was there. I was there. You were there for every layoff. So, <laughs> I was there the day they ended, and Fox doesn't own me anymore, so I can talk about this. The final day of MySpace, uh, at, in, in, in the, uh, San Francisco office, they had a gong. And Did they really? They yeah, had, they, they had, had a, a gong. It was like every time a new member signed up. Yeah. And they beat that gong to death the day MySpace ended as a company in San Francisco. And I know MySpace still exists somehow miraculously. The same way like old URLs have been replaced by right. clothing sites. Uh, My, <laughs> MySpace exists still. But the day that they got rid of everybody in that building, they beat this gong. It was like, MySpace is gone, gong, 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 gong. It was like a five gong salute to say goodbye to everybody. So, what lives forever is MySpace surveys. Let's talk about them. Okay. So, we have 100 have you ever's. The way it's going to work is we're just going to go in a circle, starting with Brian, going uh, okay. counterclockwise to me. 100? Yep. One. We don't have to do them all. But one is made out, have you ever made out for more than Hold three on. Can we back up? What's the context of the survey? It's just 100. Maybe you you're, should, you're, maybe you're 14, this happened in life. You're 14. You're wearing zip-off shorts. And listening to System of a Down. Yes. And you're a big fan of the Comedy Button in 2006. So you like GFW Radio. You guys are describing a great year of my life that never existed. You've been masturbating so much today. (laughs) Now you're back in my vernacular. It's the middle middle of August. Uh Uh-huh. Your parents are at work, and they're like, you should go out and job hunt today. And you're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Totally. But you're just you've just been masturbating. Yep. Because you have a good you know you can just masturbate because you have a good line on a movie theater job you're, with your friends sure. anyway. Yeah. So who yeah. exactly. gives a fuck? And you're stoked because you've been on AIM and you ate you ate just enough food to You've been produce. on ICQ. Yeah. No, he's no, trying he to have said, sex. He said 2006, oh. not 1996. All right. Yeah. Oh. Mm. All right. So yeah. we've set the stage. We yeah. have a uh, would you a hundred would you ifs or would you ever's from MySpace. Have you ever made out for more than three minutes? Duh. Fuck yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, you, it's duh, called alcoholism. Yeah, I'm a man. Oh, wait, are we all answering, or is it one question? It's per... called fa- vice fuck all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, Ryan, made out made... for longer than three minutes? Yes, of course. Really? Yeah. Like full tongue, and a girl doesn't notice that you're being. It was three. I'm minutes. aware of what it, it means. It yes. was slept three minutes in a bed other second. than your own. Yes. Fuck yeah. Wait, yes. Uh, wait, so, yeah, who's so, never so, been to a hotel? Can, can we back this up? Are we going around the room? I'll with, start. All Brian, Scott. Yeah. We go. Are we, we going each question? Okay, fine. I was unclear about that. Slept I'm, in a different bed. Yes, I have. Yes, sure. Of course. Of course. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just Ryan was the one I wasn't sure of. To be fair. Yeah, I've never okay. been in a hotel. Yeah. So I start. I start the wave, and then it goes yeah. to Scott. And okay. Then Ryan and Max. Yeah. And so it's the wave for each question. Here's, a, here's like one, one I'm curious about. Made out in a movie theater. Yes. Yeah. Got head in a movie theater. <laughs> of course. Yes. I don't Ooh, think Ryan's cat. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I don't think I have. Maybe well, I have. What movie was it, Ryan? Mine was. Cell. I don't know. Probably multiple. Mine was Cell. The first multiplicity movie I ever made or out. multiple. <laughs> Prequel to multiplicity. <laughs> it was when the retarded Michael Keaton came out. That's right. <laughs> <She's> like, <clears throat> Some of these are very difficult. Okay. I don't think I've made out in a movie theater. Made out with two people in one night. Yep. No. My record is four. Absolutely. I have, my record of having sex with women is two in a day. My record Jesus. of having uh, make making out with women is four. I had four in a day. Yeah. Four in a day was my record. Yeah. Uh, it, was uh, four, cri- it was had sex with four in a day. It was either Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve. Piece of shit, garbage man. Yeah. No to all of that, you horrible people. 
Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm soon to... I'm, All right, here's a difficult one. Thought your cousin was hot. And so I will say that I had a cousin I hadn't seen for 10 years. And I remember when I was 13, I thought, wow, she's really cute. And I hadn't seen her for 10 years. And so it was almost like one of those things where I felt so disconnected to her. You know what I mean? Right. But I was obviously also s- s- enough of a human to realize that's not a good idea. That also happens between brothers and sisters who are split for many years. No, so. that that actually never happened with me. I would just that's just the way that gene pool right. doled its cards out. Nothing for me. I would. Well, say. it's just like, it was like Ryan said. It was almost like I forgot that they were my cousin because I hadn't seen him forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but uh, Max made out with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you stole Max's answer. No, and Max did not make out with Max. Her. That's that's the. Um, Universal sign for a dolphin that's comatose cat slam dunking a basketball. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna skip the next several. Okay, what about done something you told yourself you never would do? Obviously, I have since I told myself I would never have a drink. So that's oh my god, I love that you're drinking now. By the way, I mean I I don't even want to start that list. I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the answer for Brian is a heavy and hearty yes. Cocaine, heroin. No, I never did heroin. But I'm saying something you told yourself you never do. Like it was something you said, I will never. Unprotected sex, drugs, uh, put out an album. Start a podcast Both that goes for 150 sports president. Move to, uh, move to California. T- take a MySpace poll. Yeah, take Kiss a MySpace Queen poll. America. Yeah, get married. What do you, big what thing do you tell me? yourself? Getting, like, wait, you're getting married next week. I'm you? getting married very soon, yeah. Wow. If you're listening to this episode, I'm, 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 I'm an episode away from actually getting married. Um, I, that was a none thing. Of us, and none of us are invited. No, it's a small wedding. <laughs> I know. I just deal with it. Um, I I always thought that I wouldn't do that because that would just be like a. Imp- I will buy pussies forever. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like I'm gonna be clear from all the social consciousness that comes with having to deal with like all the bad comedy that comes with a family mm-hmm. and a wife and all that other bullshit. Um, well, now you have an outlet for it. I'm turns gonna out, stay yeah. young and fresh. Turns out it's like, okay. Popular comics. I don't think anyone has ever known me as young and fresh, by the way. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was always just like, I'm not going to get married. I'm going to be one of those like Bill Maher, George Carlin type of dudes. Right. Like, is, and I think actually George Carlin was married, but he never talked about it. Right. Who just like lives until they're 100 uh, without really making a bit out of what a wedding's like. But here we are. Last forever. I'm happy about that. Good. Anyone else as far as something you said you'd never do? Like, I swore I would die without taking a drink. That was one for me. Uh, when did that, when I did that remember what, what I said I wasn't going to do. You know? Seattle. Uh, yeah, I don't I, remember what I, what I wanted to be when I grew up. You know, yeah, like, I'm sure there's a lot of things that I said I would never do. That I, I used to say I'd never own a Mac, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's Brian. A good, that's a good one. I probably said that at some point, you know. So I'm gonna so. I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump away from the MySpace survey for a second and and ask you guys a question that came from uh, Twitter from Toll Cover. My man, I love that dude. Yeah, Mark. So he asks, he's asking the comedy button, what are your best and worst Halloween memories? You know, since this is, it is Halloween and the vampires out there. Um, I have a a costume I did, uh, I think it was 1999, I want to say. I was the Pokemon Hitmonchan, and I was probably my fattest. And this (laughs) costume consisted of, uh, large, not real boxing gloves, but like like those fake like kids boxing gloves, like just just shy of sock and boppers. Right. Yep. And a big purple T-shirt tucked into some like gym shorts, 
And for some reason, I think because it was really cold out, a I wore, purple T-shirt tucked in desserts while you were at your yeah, fattest. Look up, look up, look up Hitmonchan. Look up Hitmonchan. You probably come up with my fucking Tumblr and this goddamn fucking image, which <laughs> has got twelve hundred notes on the goddamn Tumblr now. How old were you? I was like nineteen, twelve, <laughs> probably twelve or thirteen. Uh, I was really fat, and um, we made this big cardboard cutout of the fucking of the mask, which which looks like a. It looks like a like a like a brown hand doing the stop sign logo with, yep. with angry eyes on it. Talk and, to uh, the hand. I wore that out, uh, and I was like probably like just at that age where it was like just starting to be too old to trick or treat, like in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. And I was hanging out with some friends who were like a year or two younger. And it's fucked up how they cut you off on Halloween, by the way. Yeah, when you get too did old. anyone ever cut you off? I cut myself off. You know what I mean? Like I, I at some point felt like. Now it's inappropriate. Well, that's I can the no thing. longer like, do it. It feels like it goes from you can't get candy anymore to I don't feel comfortable getting yeah. candy anymore. But I feel like everybody once a year should be able to overindulge in garbage food. Yeah. My yeah. my year was my year was I don't feel comfortable. It's called Thanksgiving. I don't feel comfortable doing this anymore. <laughs> it's a month but away. I'm, I'm going to go out with my friends anyway in costume and go to the houses that just leave the bowl out and pour it into our bags. Yeah. That's what, that was our last year. There was like a solid seven years between going door to door and getting free candy and dressing up as something is like totally unabashedly fun. And you're old enough to be like, yeah, Thanksgiving's cool. You get to get drunk and not do anything and eat food. Like that's it, you know? Yeah. But that's a miserable kind of seven years there right. where you're, you're still feel sort of obligated to like think up a good costume and, and do a thing with it. But I don't know. It's actually like, I feel like Halloween is way worse when you're an adult. Oh, Halloween sucks. Oh, and and when I was a kid, I was excited and stoked to think of a costume of my favorite cartoon. Now as an adult, I get invited to a party and I immediately have anxiety about, well, what the fuck am I going to be? Yes, exactly. Thank you so much for nailing exactly what I'm talking about. Stacey was so excited that Halloween was happening on a weekend this year. Yeah. And then her mother was like, oh, I'm going to fly out to Portland to visit your sister. You're coming too. And she's like, I'm so pissed. We can't do Halloween together. I was like, Oh no! Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, Halloween is horrible. Yeah. It looks like you're already dressed up like Freddy Krueger today. Scott. Yeah, you are. That's right. That's um, right. Like, it, watch we, watch the video. YouTube.com/slash. We, when you're an adult, you miss almost literally everything that's magical about Halloween. Like the the childhood joy of just like getting a costume assigned to you, right? Or even asking for one and then getting the shittiest version of it and putting it on and getting free candy all night. You lose that. Uh, the the fact that like you want to just indulge in garbage, mm-hmm. you can't really do that anymore as an adult. Um, then there's there's this like immense pressure of like I have to go dress to this thing, and if you're my age, it becomes a couple's costume. Yep, like you can't right. be your own fucking yep. thing anymore. Right. You're it's, like we could be Wayne and Garth. Yeah, it's we, horrible. We could and. Uh, yeah. I'll be, and I like, I love, I love my soon to be wife, but she's a big fan of like this, the goofiest Halloween costume ideas that we'll never Sexy execute. Sexy corn. Well, no, she's, it's, it's not even like that. She's like, how about we're a cheeseburger and fries? And I'm like, baby, I love you, but let's look at the logistics here. That means I'm a cheeseburger because I'm, I'm bigger than you and your fries because you're taller. So you get French fries and you get like a sexy little number where you're like a French fry outfit. And I'm a cheeseburger. And the only way to look like a cheeseburger as a dude is to really buy a costume that looks like a giant fucking cheeseburger. You look like the Roman god of bullying. Yeah, it's, it's a garbage <laughs> bag. You look like a bad guy in a fucking video game. No, <laughs> You think that's bad? Like I am 
18 inches taller than my girlfriend. And yeah, so all you can really be is, is like... a uh, green giant and Sprout. Yeah, or like uh, one of the characters from we Stand could be By fucking, Me. We could be corpse. like the Wasp and Giant Man. Yeah. And then people are like, so you beat her up? And I'm like, yeah, I eat a bunch of pills and fight her. That's what we do. It's, it's, it's actually kind of horrible because you can't show up to a party and be like... If you're in a couple, you can't show up and be like, I'm uh, Iron Man and she's... That sexy corn because that doesn't make any fucking sense. And some so, asshole can parties can be like that. Why? Can I throw out an idea to you guys? Like this is something that pissed me off so much. I was like, Jen, go, as, should... go as Brian and Teresa this year. Yeah, please do. I'll be Teresa. Paula. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, we should be we should be Goku and Sailor Moon. And she's like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, you're just that, anime characters. That makes as much sense as like Wonder Woman and Superman. Yeah, like that's. Am I totally crazy for thinking that? Like, is that they're different kind of? Well, cannons, technically, but, they weren't well, animated by the same uh, studio, whereas uh, sure. Superman and Wonder yeah. Woman were both done by DC. Well, here's so. the fucked up. The fucked up part is that, like, you know, I we uh, a bunch of us work in the video game industry, and we're dealing with the pressure of, uh, you know, sexism and <clears throat> violence against women and all this stuff like that. And I, I try to walk away from it and be like, I'm going to be the better man and not touch this situation. And then I go to a Halloween costume site, and I get, I click on the costumes button, right? And the costumes thing is I'm like, well, we have 50 things we can be, and most of them are trash. And it's like Fred Flintstone and Wilma and, like, you know, uh, Barney and Betty. Or it's just like, oh, we're two cars, but one of them is a whore. <laughs> so the problem is, like... <laughs> No, really. Like, that's, that's the fucking problem. Like, people are attacking the video game industry for being anti-women, but the costume industry you, is yeah. annually just beating women yeah, out yeah, of the so, equation. So, so, time, time the fuck out. Why? When you say a car oh. is a whore, you mean like a PT <laughs> Cruiser or like a Miata? I'm getting there. So uh, we look up the costumes, and I'm like, let's both – here's one. I get to be a pilot. You get to be a stewardess. So my pilot outfit is basically like I get a jacket. I get to wear my aviators that I love. It's like I a can suit not, with a hat. Yeah, I cannot shave. I'm just – I just show up like I just fucked. Like right. I got out of bed. I'm like put on the hat, put on the jacket. I'm like, hey, Halloween party time. Her, it's like what is the tiniest thing you can be a whore in? Right. Like that's fucked up. That's fucking horrible that we live in that galaxy that I can just show up and be like, I I get to wear sunglasses and a cock. And you are wearing just – have you been on this plane before? Here's the Virgin America welcome video. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it by shoving things in my twat. <laughs> like that's that's the that's the way Halloween costumes are The only now. drink we serve on here is milk. It's tits. Two jugs of milk. It's the grossest. And I, I'm actually sitting there dealing with this problem with a real woman where I'm like, I want to go to a Halloween party we got invited to mutually. And I get to show up. I get put a jacket on, aviators, Well, a she hat. can too. She just makes it herself. The ones you buy in the store are the ones that are just like and that's, the that's Isn't garbage. that fucking hard? Horrible, where I can wear anything I can, I want, but she has to build her own costume from scratch to defeat the demons that are the whore monsters that build every Halloween costume. In twenty years, we'll be dealing with sexism in the Halloween costume industry. It's it fucked up that it's it's gonna. I hope I I start this war tonight, and it's not twenty years from now because it's fucking crazy. That the only choice you have as a couple. I'm feeling my hair getting gray. Is good. I'm sorry. Is is to I'm be a in a couple lamb. Is it? It's a couple <laughs> costume. So sexy lamps would be like me. I would just walk in the room going, "I have a suit and a light bulb," and my wife would have to be like, "I'm a whore that any other battery can fuck because I yeah, I'm just a lampshade and tits." <laughs> I should just start shouting out everyday objects to you, and you give me the male female. Yeah, version. isn't that, isn't 
isn't that horrific? Sexy phone. Yeah, I, and I just feel like <laughs> I'm the operator. I run the company. She's the whore phone that anyone can call, and her number would be like star six nine. Yeah, like all these costumes are fucking horrific. Sexy napkin. Like this shit needs to die immediately. And, uh, like, I don't know how to fix that. Like, fuck all these costume sites that are like, this is cost- uh, couples costumes. The man is uh, a millionaire and the wife is a slut. Right. Like, that's gotta stop. She's sexy money. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm a banker. <laughs> She's a sexy safe. And I'm the guy with a key. Like, my whole body is a sexy lock. I think part of that is just yeah. that women need to make their own costumes. If you buy costumes, unfortunately, costume manufacturers are geared towards that, what you're describing. Yeah. It's like otherwise you need to like make yourself. I think that's wrong. I think it's horrific. It's wrong. It's sexist as fuck. I think everyone's mad at the video game industry right now. Like women once a year are like, fuck, I got invited to this party. I have to go to this thing. What whore should I be? Right. Should I be cat whore? Should I be bat whore? Should I be Superman whore? Or should I be locksmith or pizza girl or all the other bullshit? Like it's. But what were your best and worst? I mean, not to get away, not to get away from like. Yelling at Yandy.com. I think that yeah. there's, I think <laughs> sure. there's, there is a select clientele of people who buy pre-made costumes and don't put any effort into them making them themselves. And those people are called students of Santa Barbara universities. I mean, you're, you're calling yeah. me that because at this point, like to the point of like, uh, do I want to make my own costume or break my own costume? No, I want to click a button that will yeah. send bullshit to me. Just no, go I used buy to- a nice hat. I I used to make all of our costumes. Yeah. Uh, I, I I and I I had to make the entire cast of American Gladiators oh. one year. Uh that was difficult. I remember that year. You look great, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. I was yeah. Malibu. Yeah, from the American Gladiators. You're, you're a beautiful man. But to to answer the question, I've I've answered this on the show a couple of times the story. The it was the best and worst for me was the night that I created the Teen Wolf costume mm-hmm. where I uh spent all day applying fur to myself. In the basketball outfit, and then I got—I didn't eat all day because I was—I spent six hours applying fur to my naked body, <laughs> and then I start. I was like, I need to catch up with everyone, so I drank a shitload of vodka. Yep. Stood on top of a van outside of uh, the a bar on Polk Street, and I was like, I'm T Wolf, and then I threw up in a cab <laughs> all over my all over my wolf hair, oh. and then woke up the next morning going. Well, at least I made it to the right apartment. I feel like real wolves yak on their own wolf hair at least once a day, so that's <laughs> yeah. okay. You but did, you wanted, that's how they turn into sheep. But you wanted to tell the story about about your Halloween, like yeah. And I don't I don't know if I've actually told this story before. You but, haven't um, because you mentioned you mentioned like four different. He's like, I didn't tell this story about this. So we talked about um the weird sort of era in your life when you're 16, and it's between the yes. problems of when you're young and you get costumes sort of assigned to you, and when you're our age, when it's like a struggle to be like, do I not go to this costume thing or do I like buy some bullshit off a of Yeti? Um, 16 is like high school to like early college is the toughest time to deal with Halloween. And uh you know, holidays are always like seasonally rough. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to pick up uh like if you're single Valentine Valentine sucks. Like if you're not near your family Christmas sucks. If you're not near your family uh Thanksgiving sucks. But Halloween's weird because you don't know what to dress up like. So when I was 16, me and five of my friends smoked a blunt 
mm-hmm. which is, if you're not f- familiar with that vernacular, it's a tube of weed that you light on fire and inhale. Right. You've never heard rap before? Yeah. If you've never heard rap, band. start at 36 you, Chambers, you, go to Illmatic, and then maybe the Chronic and grow from there. Um, and a bunch of us walked up and down the street trying to trick-or-treat wearing street clothes. Right. And most families were like, really? Yeah. You don't deserve this. And some of them would give us a piece of candy, and the rest were like, no. So what we decided to do was target the houses that left bowls of candy outside. And when you do that and you're 16, you don't take one or two and says, please take one. You take the whole bowl. Yeah. You just grab the whole thing. You put it in a knapsack. You get the fuck out of there. You have a backpack on. You you book it, right? So uh, we live near a highway, which the first, like, uh, sort of big uh, increment of – uh, fantastic space on the side was a, a McDonald's, giant golden arches, uh, mostly dry. I'm listening. And uh, we walked to the McDonald's, high as fuck. We bought a bunch of food. We walked out with bags of candy in our backpack, and we were like, "This is the greatest night ever." <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm gonna live forever. All of a sudden, one of us looked down, and we saw a hundred dollar bill. Shit, yeah. When um, you're, how old are you? Sixteen. Sixteen years old. Robble, robble. Hundred dollars. Now near this McDonald's, near this highway, was um, a field, and the field was just giant and dark, and it was a bus stop. People would come from New York City. Wait, wait, wait! Before you go on, is this your answer to the MySpace uh, question? Have you ever found a dead body? Yeah, it's close. Okay. It's it's actually that's a really good point. It's very close. Um, it's the closest I've ever come to finding a dead body without actually finding it. Okay. So we see a um, hundred dollar bill on the floor, and we look to the left, and there's a credit card. And we pick up the credit card, and we're like, "Oh, it's Reggie Menente. Who is Reggie Menente? It's the Hamburglar. And I'm sort of using a stage name right now, but he's also a real man. Is it the Hamburglar? It's Reggie Menendez. So uh, Reggie Menente had a wallet. Some at some point in his life he had a wallet, but none of us ever saw it. <laughs> uh, Reggie Menente's wallet that night, through whatever sheer force of coming home from wherever he came from, exploded all over the side of this highway. And it wasn't just a hundred dollar bill and a credit card; it was a couple thousand dollars. What? What? And a couple dozen cards that all tied back to other kind of money. Now, next to this McDonald's was a uh, flower shop. It was like a little sort of highway stop-off botany industry where people would come on the way back from their shitty jobs, living in New York and New Jersey, buy a bouquet or an arrangement that right. was put together in $20. and Trying to apologize to their wives. Yes. It was an apology store. So this store was set up on the highway, and uh, we saw a $100 bill a credit card, and then a receipt. And the receipt was dated for about 35 minutes before the time we were looking at on our own watches. This was before cell phones. Right. This was 1997. Right. The receipt showed that a man named Reggie Menente bought about $100 worth of flowers at a store for his wife or somebody like that. There was a name. It was... Just like an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Bear with me. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And uh, I don't know if those flowers made it home because we didn't see flowers anywhere. But we saw a receipt for them moments before we saw the rest of the things. Now, there were like five of us 
high off of our minds, off of shitty weed that we got in our dumb town. In Filling New your bellies with shitty McDonald's. With McDonald's and a backpack full of candy we stole from the free candy bowls on Halloween's Eve. No costumes. And we started looking around this field, and little by little, a bunch of us realized there was more than $100 in this field. There was hundreds of dollars in this field. So five of us spread out, and you would see... What? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Continue with your jersey story. I feel like this is like the police statement has to come after this song. <laughs> so um, I would look over and I would hear a guy go, I found a 20. And somebody else would go, I found a 50. And somebody else would go, I didn't find shit. We'd be like, really? Because we didn't trust anybody anymore. You, right. this is the, you miraculously and quickly turn against your friends, thinking everyone in the group is now finding dollar bills and hundred dollar bills and fifty dollar bills, pocketing underneath it. their foot, putting their foot down, doing that trick and picking up it in their pocket. Right. <laughs> so away from everything. So what we ended up finding was about seven hundred fifty dollars between all of us. <laughs> we pocketed all of it. We got a couple of credit cards and a couple of phone cards because back then right you you had to use prepaid those, yeah. phone cards and we all walked across the highway to the 7-eleven that was nearby and outside of the 7-eleven there was three uh pay phones and we used the pay phones to call every fo- phone sex line that we knew <laughs> using this guy's credit cards and we called up with all the credit cards and all of reggie Menenti's money in our pocket and we assumed he brought this, these flowers home to this woman. He said goodbye to, then he reached into his back pocket and realized his wallet was gone and it exploded all over the highway. And we said, uh, you want to fuck <laughs> on the telephone? And a bunch of women were like, yeah. And we put our credit card numbers down and we had phone sex with a bunch of ladies on the side of a highway on Halloween, on Halloween night. That's not spooky at all. That's very sexy, Brian. <laughs> well, Reggie Minente hopefully brought flowers home to his wife. Whether or not he ever saw her again, we don't know. He might have been exploded on the street. <laughs> or killed in that field. Wow. 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 So were any of the sex operators in character th- for Halloween? Like, uh, I'm a sexy werewolf. No, I don't think they could What see, did you do they, with all the money? When I was that age? I, I spent it on weed. video games and toys and weed and... <laughs> Bullshit clothes, like there were eight uh, Jenko jeans. I bet a bunch of people spend it on. I didn't myself. Um, you know, you don't know what to do with money when you're 16 years old. But the reality is, if you need uh, a, a submission tonight's Midnight Society, <laughs> is that every now and then a man will walk down the highway with flowers for his wife, and he'll get hit by something. His wallet will explode out of his pocket. A bunch of teens will ruin the dream and steal all of the money. <laughs> They'll spend it on McDonald's and phone sex and Jinko jeans, and you need to watch out because ghosts haunt every corner. Teens really are the horniest of the ghosts. Agers. The teens that robbed me, man, they didn't spend it on anything that I would designate as horny. It was all the Calvin Klein store, uh, yep. you know. That's the horniest of shirts. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta get all the other teens with their CK1. In every pocket, on every the corner, c- the cocoon. In every field, the cocoon. Reggie Menente haunts. The, the so watch out for his touch. It's like the ghost of Tom Joad, but instead of a song, it's a. Say anything else, anyone, please. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> I I still have a few questions. If we want to answer a few questions before we close out, or what do we want to do? Sure, let's run yeah. through them and get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
Question for the podcast from Paul, who's a Patronus member. Oh, Patronus. Patronus of Patronus. He says, question for the podcast, what was the stupidest reason you got in a fight with each other? Money. Us? Oh, with a... With each other. We're talking about us. Us here in our little circle of tree house. I don't think we've ever fought over money. No. Uh, no. We got... we Brian and I got into a fight about where the money for a certain charity was going. Which one? The uh, ALS. Oh, yeah. That it was, was on dumb. an episode that never aired. Yeah, we got... I mean, I don't think that was a fight. We we argued about I, I the disagreement. You guys should challenge. fight about it. Then we answer the question. We're sure. Disagreement. What's, what's the other question? Um... It's a horrible question. Yeah. Oh, stupid streets are never going to fight. I feel hey, like I've can got. Can you taste the salt with your wounds? Have we had a fight, Max? Uh, I don't think so. We're just always on that edge. Ryan, have we ever had a fight? We get huffy. <laughs> we get huffy, and then one of us has know. to ride the pegs. I don't usually really have fights with people. You know, I, this is something I never got in a fight in, but I'll, I'll say it. I never said it, but. I remember when we were doing the Game Spider briefings, someone said we should have Scott back on. At the time, I remember being like, I don't know if we should. Because you motherfucker, because yeah, that, that and it, it wasn't because I didn't like Scott or anything. I was like, Scott is great, but Scott swore more than we've ever sworn before on the show. Yeah, and that was the thing at the time that I was like, and, yes. and and it was because I think someone above us had said like, try and keep it like it's okay to swear every once in a while, but try and not make get it overboard. And the episode we had Scott on, things just went bonkers, and I was like, that was the day I brought the cock dollar on. <laughs> I think it's amazing that we actually fought over swearing at some point. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's... well, well, it was just because I I was feeling a little bit of pressure, like to not sure. make it to get too crazy. And the one episode we had on Scott, which I still enjoyed, but at the same time, I was like, that was a taste of what was to come. In yeah. the sense that it was like it got way out of my hands. Like you know what I mean? It was like one of those things where it was like when we did the game spider briefings, I always felt very in control of it and like guiding the conversation. And when Scott was there, all of a sudden, I was like. This is a monster. I don't even, I can't even tangle him. I can poke a spear at it to keep it back, maybe. But what is, who it kills, I can't say. I, 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 <laughs> I describe the first podcast I've ever, I've ever done with Scott Bromley as like, uh, the, it's actually, it's weird. It's the way a lot of people describe losing their virginity. <laughs> it was Where fast. It, just it, like, was it was awkward. It was dirty and bad. And you were like, then it was over and you're like, what happened? And then I walked away and I was like, I want more of that. <laughs> It was really weird because I, I knew it was wrong, right? But I knew I wanted to keep doing it. Yeah. Like when I podcasted with you, you were like a fucking like a Molotov cocktail. Thing. Well, it's because I was I was pent up at IGN. I was pissed off. Yeah, I was angry in my corner, being ignored. And you're like, "Hey, you can swear on this show." It's like, "Fuck you!" I guys. think I yeah. think it was that, and I yeah. think it was also that at that time we had been podcasting a relatively short time together, and Ryan and I were still trying to at least talk about games on every episode mm. and the episode where scott came on it was like video games and scott was like but i was like i drew i, drew, I wrote cock on a dollar and the, the vending machine won't take it because i wrote cock on it yep so um you can give this to a stripper so she knows what you want to do with her that's weirdly that's when i knew i wanted to just keep doing that yeah it just it made well sense. my my whole my whole philosophy with with that was uh, I don't want to listen to uh, a video game podcast. I I don't want to I don't want to go on a video game podcast. I don't want to listen to one. I would rather talk to people like human beings. Talk to people. Yeah, and that's fe- what I did. I just felt a little bit of pressure because the person that had kind of resurrected the game started readings had kind of directly told me like, oh, I hope you keep it going as like a game thing. And then I remember at one and point, then we had him on for one episode. <laughs> and then I remember at one point him talking. Uh, to me at some point and someone being like, Oh man, are you happy with what the game spider briefing is going? He's like, 
I'm like a dad that feels like I have to love them no matter what. <laughs> is how he phrased it. <laughs> yep. So, um, Sergio says, if given unlimited funding and resources, what is the one thing from science fiction you would try to invent aside from time travel and teleportation? Oh, replicator. Planet of the Apes. Replicator? You would replicate yourself? No, food. What a, fu- what a fucking food, waste. I assume. Or food and shit, like a video games. A you could live in. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Like a Millennium Falcon. The replicator. What would you replicate? What would you replicate? Anything. That's what it does. Ryan all of a sudden is like, I want to see what playing a saxophone is like. Replicate a saxophone. Would you? Would you replicate yourself? Printer. I don't know. Replicators aren't typically used to make people. I don't know what the rules of that are. On on Star Trek. Yeah. Or the or the holodeck. The holodeck there. Well, the holodeck. All right. I don't know. Unlimited funds. Oh, oh shit. I know how a thousand wishes. I like that. Well, no, pe- I don't know. I like that pizza in Back to the Future too that you can make in like yeah. 10 seconds. Cool. My, my answer, pizza. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, my answer went to Back to the Future. Flying car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's so many problems with that though. Mine is, instead of time travel and teleportation, mine is some sort of solution to the fact that we'll never be able to travel faster than light. So some sort of thing to get us Where do you want traveling to go? through That's space. a depressing question. I think that boils down to teleportation. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll we'll close out with one more that's All right. lighthearted. All right. Mitchell says, "Scariest Halloween monster, go no. Frankenstein." Mitchell says, "Who would you want out of us to be an all-powerful god for today?" I wouldn't want Ryan. Ryan would be a you. vengeful and vindictive god. What the hell? Ryan would I think be, the, I think the safe choices. No, I think fuck. Max is the safe choice. No, yeah, Max is. The I'd safe probably be pretty nice. Max is the cool. safe choice for a god because he would just be like, everyone gets chocolates, <laughs> and it's gonna rain wine. I'd be like a fucking uh, like a, a Dionysian Ganesha. Like I'd be like, Ryan, I'm a spooky elephant who wants everyone to be drunk and happy. Ryan Anthony would, just, would be second choice. Ryan would just be like. All the bullies are going to turn I mostly ants. asked that because I wanted to be everyone's first choice. So I really? just wanted to know. No. Yeah. I, but I do have a vengeful side. I think the two so, of us right, would be exactly. like cool buddy cop guys. It could be. I think I would be like, oh, with great power comes great responsibility. I got to think really hard about this. Yeah, so you'd, you'd be like, you'd be like real God. You just wouldn't do anything. You just, yeah, you'd be like, no, everything's fucked up. What do I do? I shouldn't interfere too much. I'll figure it out. I would. I would give myself. I, I, I feel like it. you're an extremely ju- judicious person. Like you try and merit, do merit based rewards for everything. Which you're an I think, extremely judicious person. Sometimes you do the dishes. I tend. I. You're, you're right about that, Anthony. I tend to be that way, but I also know that that's generally not the world we live in. Sure. I. I would uh, just I, be shouting guilty, guilty. I. I'd be. I would. I would. I would magically put a billion dollars in my bank account, and then I would end world what? hunger. Jesus Christ. Even as a god, you're like, I'm going to squirrel away as much money as well, possible. Was it, you said it was for a day. Just so a day. I'm, I'm back to being a you know, mortal me. You're being I, you very know. practical. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. So I'm a practical money? person. Money? You're going to fucking use godly powers to procure money for I'm yourself? Going, I would Why? use godly powers you could to make my... Make man. one person of the cast a god, all-powerful god for just one day, Brian. Who would it be? That was the question. Jesus Christ. Well, I've just eliminated myself from his Popular selection. answers are I mean, I feel like it's it's just a wild card of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ryan, you're probably the last person I would do that to. Because yeah. I don't think that you would use it for good. I think you would use it to kill Harry Knowles. Oh, no, I, no, I would never He's do that. He's the first to yeah. go. I'd never kill anyone. I feel like the biggest downside... And Scott, of- you would use it to shrink yourself and live inside a pinball table. 
Um, <laughs> Anthony, you would probably use it to. I asked this question. I don't even know. You would I, probably you'd be like, I want, I want uh, wolves to take over America. It's raining homeless cats. Yeah, I got pee, but you should go to geekbox.net and listen to the Geekbox. Bye. Okay. We're Basically, sure. I asked this question because I wanted to think that you guys thought I would be an awesome benevolent god. But I no, guess no, no, you no, by no means. You're the most evil. You I think Max actually, Max would be the most benevolent god. Everyone I'd, keeps I'd saying that. I'd fuck it up though. I do the thing where I'm like, I'm gonna siphon out everyone's unhappiness, and I'd accidentally form Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be like, everyone, gather together your sadness, and oh fuck, oh shit, everyone, we have to, we have to leave. Put. A spoiler on the planet and, and the use it as a big Marshmallow car. Man comes out. So we've yeah, been, yeah. No, exactly. It'd be like that. We've been getting an increased amount of great questions from people. If you want to participate in that, there's two ways that are the best ways to do it. I mean, you can always email us at podcast.comedybutton.com, but that probably is starting to become not the most effective way to reach us. We've been putting up a lot of threads on our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash the comedy button, where you can hit us up for the topics we're going to do. The other one is obviously our Patreon, but obviously to do that, you have to be a backer. And you have to Which be a backer be. of at least, Petronia. I think, $4, I believe, or higher. And if you do that, then you get access to our Patreon activity board where you can post threads, you know, ask us questions. We go in there and we answer them, potentially get answered on our Patreon-only bonus episodes, which we've been putting up. That's right. It's a couple bucks a month. It's really the cost of, like, a coffee or a hungry man. And you get two extra episodes a, a month. Yep. So yep. A bottle of water or two. And if you go $10 a month, you get all of our... Our commentaries, which we've just finished recording more, so those are going to be rolling out every Yeah, month. we've done some really good movies. We've done uh, Mighty Ducks 2, we've done Star Wars, uh, Back in the History, we have Home Alone 2, jeez, uh, Jumanji, Space Jam. Uh, Space Jam, some of our favorites, uh, uh, Lost Santa, Boys, Santa, Claus, Santa Claus, Lost Boys, wow. Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, you can really like that. Uh, the way I see it is like. If you're bored on a Friday night and you want to watch a movie with some friends, let us be those friends. Watch a movie with us. Hang out with us. Kick it. Buy some shirts from our site, thecomedybutton.com. Get get rowdy. Yeah. Get crazy. Do it up. Be a god. Turn and those milfs into myths. That's and right. if you go to comedybutton.com, you can check out our store where we're selling things like Max's I Throw Up in Church shirt, which if you listen to previous episodes, you would know came from Max's second grade journal. Mm-hmm. We're going to be rolling out new shirts. We also have our uh, Panda Musk uh, Defenders of the Raccooniverse poster that we have. We're looking at turning that into possibly other ways for you to get that too, yep. outside of a poster. Right now, so, it's a beautiful poster. We it is the, uh, very gorgeous. It, oh, you a lot of people. A lot of people don't understand how beautiful these posters are. It's not. It's not like it's not like this shitty po- paper stock you would get at like a Tower Records or yeah. Borders Books out of like one of those like numbered slots. It's you know a I mean? very thick cardstock. Also, almost. making some nice ass T-shirts, you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that I don't know the, the posters. They come framed or unframed. They also have uh, wall stickers. We should yeah. look into that. Yeah, and they have. Some motherfucking throw pillows which i think i want to put some of my ugly ass teenage monsters on yeah so we're going to be rolling out more merch remember you can go to comedybutton.com of course if you want to find out more about that we're also on twitter i'm at chuff money brian's at agent bizzle scott is at scott underscore bronley goddamn ryan is at rydog and max is at mexicova we're always tweeting about stuff that's going on with the show whether it's things we're participating in things from where we work or you know new merch that's running out as well as new episodes and the early episodes that go up on patreon animals broke into local bank and ate all of the money so follow us on twitter <laughs> check all that out watch out for the raccoon and remember to check out the stuff that we're doing outside of uh, the show you know i'm at twitch.tv slash chuff money where i'll be streaming uh brian's doing work for ign where he does the show up at noon every monday at ign ryan is the geekbox.net where he does the Geekbox, a podcast about all kinds of nerd culture shit that he does, and that goes 
He records that every week. And then, you know, you can go to Detroit. I'm back. What I miss? You can go to YouTube.com slash Detroit or Destructo.com to see the video work that Max is doing, which is really funny and really not like you're seeing in traditional games coverage. Yep. And then if you want to hit us up about jobs, me and Scott are still looking. And we'd love to hear about things. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. 150 fucking episodes. 150 episodes. 150 episodes. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for rocking with us. I don't feel like this is a show where we throw something out there and we get nothing back. This show is about the audience. It's about the responses we get. It's about the people that that have been with us since day one or caught on late and catched up. Like, my favorite thing in the world they is caught on late and catched up. Shut the fuck up. Caught on God, and catched on. Tickle your goddamn belly. Well, welcome back from the toilet. Cunched off. I love that I love that we have people that find the show and tell us that they marathon through every episode. Yep. Like that is heartwarming to me. That that's what I do with TV shows. That's what I do with like uh, movie series and stuff like that. Um, thank you so much for being with us for so long, and we cannot wait to keep doing more and giving you everything we have. Yep. If you like our shows, Gilmore Girls is on Netflix right now. It's a good Fuck. show. What? Why? So no. go check it out. It's a good ass. Go show. check out everything sure. that we're doing. Yeah, we Maybe love you guys, our show, and we're going to keep doing it for you. Thank you for supporting us, and thank you, Matt, who flew me out here so that I could do this in person. And beware of the vampires. So. Watch out for the uh, teens stealing wallet money from your field. Have a great Halloween. Be safe. Spooky, scary. Don't do anything stupid, but do pick up money you find on the Where Wear a condo, not a condom. Good night, y'all. We're out. Or condom. And a shot, Ryan Scott. This is pretty much the equivalent of on-air masturbation. Yeah. (gasps) It's the song. I love this song. Yeah. Did somebody request this song? You know who requested this? Jacob. And Gabriel Correa. And Gabriel Garza. And Matt Langan. And Sam. And David Baker. And Anand. And Hunter Davenport. And Noah Miller. And Charles. These all sound like the name of real sexual people with ripped abs. And Will Eichenberger. And Alex Bryan. And Jacob Douglas Turnbaugh. Serious Face. Kevin Ellis. Sam New. Moomin Biscuit. Moomin Biscuit. Jonathan Lowe. Eric Meyer. Yeah. Thank you. Sam Kreese. Ape Escape. You. My apes just escaped out of my genitals. John Allen. Baby said thank you. Rise Perry. You're all beautiful. Hayden Turner. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, thank you, and fuck you, but thank you too. Ryan. Austin. Fuck you, Nick. thank you, thank you, thank Burb- you, thank Austin you. Burbank is two different cities. Trav. Thomas Hass. Corey Cartwright. Bill- yeah. Bill Kaplan. Mm. Corey Anderson. Ovin Andre de Freitas Sorensen. Oh boy. Justin Kelly. Tommy Armstrong. Scott Miller. Eric Torres. Stephen O'Sullivan. Ben Sultan. Ben Martinez. Jake Dijkenault. Michael Flores. Marcos. Alberto. Joe Blust. Jack Gray. Chris. Baron Jean Chappelle. Baron Baron Munchausen. Scott, that was the worst beat poetry I've ever heard in my life. Thank you. Thanks, Leo McKenzie. Thank you, Jake Gyllenhaal. Thank all of you. Thank you for taking time to stop making movies. I'm sorry your sister took all of her clothes off in secretary. Thank you. 
The Comedy Button is executive produced by Tyler Westhouse, Nero Gonzalez, Phil Harding, Brent Allen, Adam Bond, Marcus, Keith Pushkin, Dale Mulcahy, Brandon Koobs, Jamie Gordon, Gorkum Gudik, Kyle Leyland, Kelly, J.P. Halpin, Zachary Smith, Ashish Thomas, Don Grote, and Philip Harris.